We wish you a merry. We should record like a little jingle. That's already, oh. I'm recording, so. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Novelty Podcast. I'm Mar. And I'm Sadie. And you know what? We are, I'm just feeling festive today. You're feeling festive? I am because it's it's almost Christmas. I'm so excited. We're both going home. Yes. Joel actually doesn't like it when I say we're going home anymore. Oh, really? Because yeah. he's like, Washington is home. He said Washington's home. So My husband like, doesn't say a thing. He's like, Arizona isn't home anymore. But it still feels, it's starting to feel less like that. Like it is starting to feel more like Washington's home, but all my, like a lot of my people are yeah. in Arizona. So yeah. it's like. And like you also- spent the majority of your life there. So yeah. it's like until, no, I get what you mean though yeah. too. Because wow. whenever I'm there, I'm like, I'm ready to go home. And I mean, Washington. <gasps> wow. That's, I feel like this week is Christmas, but it's not. So, well, you True. guys, when listen to this, we're recording this a little bit ahead of time. Yes. Um, but when you're listening to this, it is right before Christmas. Yeah. It's a couple days away. Feliz Navidad! Feliz Navidad, baby. <laughs> Hopefully you've done all your shopping. Because honestly, the people that hold up to the end, I have, I'm doing literally last minute shopping today. But you it's, told people in the last episode to not make to get own. into consumerism. Right. But like, I mean, the last minute, I guess planning of your gifts, yeah. like the last minute organizing of your gifts. That's my child, by the way, <laughs> if you can hear that. Um, but yeah, this week we're decided to read a classic. It is a Christmas book. Like I would categorize this as Christmas because really? it opens well, up. Well, yes, I guess so. On Christmas. It's set in like New England. It's very like snowy and New cold. New No. You bring it back. By New England, you know that that means Maine, New Hampshire, that region of the U.S. That's what New England means. No. Get this girl map. Okay, no, guys. Get this girl map. Don't do it. I admit, I'm probably wrong. But Really? Yeah, so it's set there. So I just always feel like this is a very nostalgic, very Christmassy movie slash book. Yes. Have you, but you never read it. Or you never read it till now. Yes. And I never watched the movie. And I didn't even know it was like such a big thing. It is the best thing. I've heard. It is so good. That's why I feel like this is one of those books that probably a lot of you guys have heard about. I doubt many people have read it. Yeah. And I doubt, I feel like more people probably have watched it than read it because it's got some famous people in it. Yeah. It has, oh, Timothy Chalamet. No, this is a new oh. one. <laughs> it does though, Timmy. Timmy. We love Timmy. Um, <laughs> But no, it literally has, I wrote them down, Winona Ryder. Come so on. she's from Stranger Things. Yes. It has Kirsten Dunst from Spider-Man. Very nice. It has Christian Bale from Batman. Okay. But a young Christian Bale where he's got this like really funny, like the way he speaks is really cracking me up. I don't know if you, I will have to show you a clip of it, but it's so good. But guys, we're reading Little Women. Did we say that at the start? Guys, Little so. Women. We're reading, reading. Women. we're reading all about Little Women today. Five yes. feet, four feet, whatever you can think of. What? Oh. <laughs> So is this book about you, Miss Five Foot? <laughs> if we stood up right now, yes, I guys. would disappear. She would stay in the frame. <laughs> like that would make me like this. Just like doesn't go above the yeah, camera. Thought, no, Sadie's actually six foot. I am so, six foot five. And I'm four actually. eleven. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, we're on the naughty list because we were both just lied, but. This book is so good. It was published in 1868 and it was written by Louisa May Alcott. It's set in New England during the, or just after the uh, American Civil War. And like we said, it is a classic. Hey guys, this book is so long. It's a big book. 
Like, if you go to listen to the audio, I went to listen to it. And by the way, free audio on YouTube. This is the book. into this. Thickness. Okay? We love She's a thick, thick woman. Okay? And that's what that is. It's a thick <laughs> little woman. <laughs> it's a thick little woman. Yeah. If you listen to the audio, it's 19 hours long. A long book. And I was like, and y'all, you know me. I'm the day before type of person. Yeah. It stresses me out so much. And even two times speed, that's nine hours. We, I don't want to talk about two times speed ever again. That's, that's how our I, Roman Empire. That is how, <laughs> two times speed is your Roman Empire. It's also mine because of how stressed it makes me. Like, I don't understand how you understand anything from it. Honestly, sometimes I miss. Yeah, you a big probably chunk. miss crucial things. Well, that's why you're here to balance okay. me out. <laughs> That is that is true why we work is I will literally provide the nitty gritty or the more boring details and you're the commentary. I'm just here to comment. <laughs> Honestly, do I should I be reading these books? I don't know. Stop. <laughs> literally yeah, leaves a, a big, heavy lifting for me. I have the description. Should it's we read a it? Hefty book. Yeah, go ahead. Read just, it. Okay, so this is just if you've never heard of Little Women, just because I've heard of it, but I just never really looked into That's it. That's what I feel like. That's why I wanted to read this right on the hall. Because I feel like it is one of those. A lot of people heard about it. It yeah. is a classic, but not a lot of people I wanna, know about it. Even though I listen to it, I want to read it again, like book form and just snuggle up. And yeah. like, I just feel like that's the vibe. It's a, it is a vibe. Um, but here is the actual description. It says, meet the marches. It's marches, right? Yep. Okay. Louisa May Alcott's classic introduces us to four unforgettable sisters. Beautiful Meg, tomboyish Joy, Joe. Delicate joy joy. to the love. <laughs> it's Christmas, baby. Delicate Beth and Amy, the indulged youngest of the lot. With their father serving as a union cha- chaplain, the marches help their devoted mother, Marmy. Marmy? Marmy, yeah. Marmy. Marmy. Make ends meet as their fortunes dwindle. The book starts with the family performing a small act of kindness for a family even less fortunate than they are and expands from there, drawing us in as the March girls glow up and experience joy, hardship, failure, heartbreak, success, and love. Alcott's novel draws from her own life story. She herself was one of four sisters who all struck out on different paths. Open the pages of Little Women and fall into a world of innocence and generosity, one that you'll want to return to again and again. And we do. We want to return so to it good. again and again. Okay, what was your first, I guess, wh- your initial feelings of this book? Because it is such a long book. We're not going to get to every yes, part of it, sure. but we are definitely going to walk you through the main, most important. Oh, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> the main important parts of For this sure. story. So what was your like initial feelings about it? it? I think every period piece with sisters just reminds me of Pride and Prejudice. Okay. I can't help it. Right. And so... <laughs> I really she said, it. am I reading Pride and Prejudice? Am I? Honestly, and I love Pride and Prejudice. I think the initial, that's what I thought it was going to be like. I okay. mean, it's definitely like, obviously different. Right. Um, but I think all period pieces make me think that way. But it makes me excited because I love that like romance in the yeah. air type of vibe. Because like yes. everything back then, I feel like we romanticized. Oh, of course. Living in modern day. Like the dresses, the <gasps> ribbons, the gloves. The ribbons are back, though. Ribbons, the ribbons are, are fully back. back. Cottage core, if you're a cottage core girly, this is the book for you. This is absolutely the book for you. What was your favorite? Oh my gosh! Or I, I mean, guess what was your what were you expecting? But you've read this yeah, before. Yeah, I've read it. I've watched it. I love this book and movie. Like it is just something, something about like the development. I think of all the characters. There is some juiciness though that I am actually very excited to get your opinion on because I feel like. I'm not sure how you're going to take this oh. as far part Hopefully as like I remember the, it. 
Here's the thing. When did you start this 19-hour book? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. And there are how many hours in a day? Twelve. Twenty-four. Twenty-one. No, seven. She says forty-eight. Sixty-two. I said twelve because I thought you had a day. There's four oh, hours in a day. Oh, you mean twelve hours a daylight? I see what you're. Yeah, I see sorry, what you're trying bad. to do there. There are twenty-four hours. Okay, but let's let's introduce these characters. So we've got four sisters. It's Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy. Yes. Meg's the oldest. She's like a classic oldest daughter, oldest child. She's just like a very mature, responsible sweetheart. And then you've got Joe. And Joe is like the actual protagonist of the book and the movie. Like she is the main character, but they they all are in a way, but she, they spend the most time on. It's like- the writer kind of wrote Joe off of her, right? That's like who she's supposed to be. Louise is supposed to be Joe. Right, because when um, part of Joe's like passion in her story is that she wants to be a writer in a day and age where it's like not popular for women to be writers or yeah. be authors. And that was very similar of Lisa May Alcott's um, life because she was, this was written in, or published in 1864, I think we said? 1868. 68, you're right. Um, and so that was definitely a time where women were still um, being noticed for skills and um, careers outside of the home. Yeah. So, yeah, Joe is, like, the main girl because she is just, like, she wants to be a writer. She's, like, just kind of setting – she's a, going against the grain of, like, yeah. all the standards in her society. And so, like, even in her family, like, there's a scene where she, like, cuts her hair super, yes, super short yes. to help pay for um, her mom's, like, train ride to yeah. go visit her um, father. Yeah. And – he, she like chops your hair short and they're like oh, Joe what will become of you and my favorite line is they're like Joe you didn't you're one beauty and I was like dang but then, but then just you're like one me beauty. when I shaved my head off she cried herself to sleep so women I mean do your thing but like I, you will cry about it it is so hilarious cause she, yeah she literally does she like is in bed and her sister comes over Meg and she's like oh, are you crying because of father she's like my hair. It's just like weepy. Do you know those reels when people like get in bed and they're like, then they just like, <laughs> yeah. Like it should be like when you shave your head off to help the family. But yes, <laughs> yes. Also, how wild is it that like you could sell your hair at that time for yeah, such money? You, you could sell your teeth. You could sell oh, any of that. Let's not back on the teeth. The people that know George Washington. George Washington's in the chat. Oh, let it terrifying. That part of the episode was absolutely unhinged. <laughs> If you guys are uh, I listen to that quite true fan. Oh yeah, it's insane. I go back. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. But yeah, so that's Joe. And then we have Beth, who's just the sweetest pea. She is Aww. a sweetheart. She plays the piano. She's just like very kind, gentle hearted. Like if you guys can hear anything, snorting of such, sniffling, that would be my daughter. <laughs> she is recording with us today. Um, but yeah, so Joe or um Beth is just a sweetheart, and then we have Amy. Yeah. And Amy is just kind of like... How do you feel about Amy? She's the epitome little child, ah! like youngest child. Like she's kind of like... She's like, she's from the pit of hell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. She is just the epitome of the devil. No. <laughs> no, she's like the epitome of just like youngest child energy. Yes. She's very, like thinks everything revolves around her. There's like this cute scene in... I don't, I don't know if it's actually in the book. I don't think so. But in the movie, she is like trying to like she like thinks her nose is like the worst part of her she's like yeah. i'm beautiful except for my nose and so she literally puts a clothespin oh yeah on her nose. <laughs> so she's like just walking then. around just like with a clothespin thinking it's that makes it better you know what over the course of her life probably because i'm just True. learning about do you know about lymphatic drainage have you heard of that no okay let me tell you okay 
Lymphatic drainage is one of the best things I've ever learned about in my life. I have been gua shaing, which is... <gasps> I've heard that's really yeah, good. I've gua shaed for a while now, but not as consistently as I like to, but I just learned. This is why I just feel like so many people... I know we're on a tangent, you guys. Sorry. So many people don't know about their own bodies because I did not even know. I knew we had lymph nodes. I'm going to sound very stupid right now, but I know I knew about lymph nodes. I know we had them, but I didn't realize to drain, to do lymphatic drainage or gua shine properly, you have to open up your lymph nodes. So you have like lymph nodes on the different parts of your body. So like in your armpits, above your collarbone, sides of your neck, sides of your nose, all these different places. And you open them up and then you gua shine drain the fluid into them. Hold on, hold on. That is the only way that works. What do you mean by open them up? So... (laughs) You unzip. Like, what is that? You just open up the lymph. No, you, like, have to massage them. Basically, like, open up those lymph nodes because they can get clogged. Because if you try to drain the fluid, which is what you're doing when you do lymphatic drainage or gua shine, they won't, the fluid won't go anywhere. Yeah. So, anyway. So, you're just trying to move when you're you're gua shine, you're just moving the fluid around? Yeah, because your face can get puffy or you're, like, oh, yes, you can yes. get swollen, which I feel like I get pretty frequently. And so... I do a lot of gua sha these days. How do we even get onto this? I don't know. Oh, because she got she put a pin in her freaking nose. Oh, yeah, she put. So honestly, there's probably a, I'm doing that when I get there's, home. <laughs> there's probably a science to that. New of beauty like, hack ladies. Beauty hack. Literally, you just see girls with uh, clothespins on their nose. Yeah. But yeah, so the story starts off um, on wait, we also, Christmas. Wait, we also have the mother. Oh, yeah, Marmy. She's love Marmy. amazing. She is. Honestly, like even in the audiobook, I was like, oh, what a kind woman. She is. <laughs> it's not even the woman that's. You're like, what a lady. Wow, I was like, her and I would be friends. Yes. She just seems, she's like the type of mother that I think is going against the grain as well. And I think that's where Joe gets it from. 100%. Is that she's, uh, I feel like mothers back in the day was like, you need to get your chores done. You need to marry. I need you to get married. So right. I can stop taking care of you. And she's just like, honey, you don't need to get married unless you're in love. Yes. And she, yeah, because she's like, I married your father for love. In a day and age where obviously, yeah, you marry for social status and financial security. And yeah, you're totally right. She like teaches her girls to be strong women that are pursuing their passions. Let her speak. She's got something to say. Tessa is literally trying to grab this mic (laughs) so hard. It's like her only passion in life. Yeah. Miss Presidente. Yeah, but she just seems like such a nice woman. And I think for me, with everything that happens in this book, I really think the mom is the glue that holds it together. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So the book starts off with, um, it's them on Christmas Day and the girls are just kind of like lamenting their poverty. They're like really sad that they just are in this financial spot where they can't have a ton of gifts and everything like that. And so basically they decide instead of using the little money that they have to buy gifts from themselves, they buy gifts for Marmy, which yeah. is like so sweet. And they each have like a dollar, right? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The things they bought for a dollar, yes. I mean, bring that back. Yep. Oh, in this bring economy, that, in this the, economy, the inflation. <laughs> you can barely buy ketchup for a dollar. Yes. Okay, ketchup. I only really know that because I saw that on the internet for some reason. You are so dollar sixty two cents at Walmart. Wow. Okay. Go get it, ladies. Okay. <laughs> Black Friday Santa. Go get your ketchup. <laughs> Go get your ketchup now. So yeah, the girls basically buy gifts to the mom, and then they um, basically their dad sends them this letter, and they get it on Christmas Day, and he's just talking about like what it's like in the war. So then they just get all they realize that they're like, okay, we are being so ungrateful. Like we have so much to be grateful yeah. for, and so. Christmas Day, they basically take all of their food that they had made, which wasn't much, but they made like really yummy food. They take it and go give it to um, this poor family nearby that's like yeah. uh, doesn't have like has even less than they do. Yeah. And this is important because basically on their way back, they have extremely wealthy neighbor called Mr. Lawrence, 
And they'd never really met him before, but he sees them all walking back and he's like, what are you doing? And they say that they basically, they're like, oh, well, we just, you know, brought food to them. So he basically sends over this massive, massive feast. Yeah. But also the girls feast their eyes on, on this Timothy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which pause, do you think he's cute? No. Like conventionally cute? Because Lily- Conventionally. Okay. Give it Willy Wonka if you know what I mean. Give it Willy. I will not go see that movie. I'm scared about it. Why did I want to go see it the other day? Really? Yeah. I want to see the romance movie coming out with um, Sweeney, Sydney Sweeney and um, what's his face? Sydney Sweeney and the, he's like in every movie. He's like a very, oh, we're filming. Yeah. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Wait, clap for Joel because I forgot. Beautiful. Um, No, literally the, um, the, Guy, he's just in so many rom coms. I'll have to find out. But Sydney Swinney and I've seen it. What are you talking about? Well, no, it comes out. No, no, I've seen like the trailer. Oh, you know who he is. I know what you're talking about. Because he, the whole thing, the scandal about that movie was apparently like they fell in love for real filming. She had a fiance and he had like a long term girlfriend. So I want to watch it and see if it's real or not. That this is why you don't think that you could be like platonic filming. No, no. I feel like if you, if you're making up. Rubbing you, all on over the, someone. The you're like, it's it, just for the fam. No, it's more. <laughs> it's more than that. I feel like you'd have to genuinely find them unattractive. But, but then, then I the whole do point, it. Well, but the whole point then is they're not because they I'm got put in that role. Ugly. Okay. I'm not kissing anybody ugly. You're not kissing anybody ugly. If I had to ugly. do like a weird scene with someone, they better not be ugly. I feel like. This is also why I'm not an actress. There you go. Well, anyway, they were feasting their eyes. <laughs> On Lori, who yes. was played, yeah, by Timothy Chalamet in the most recent, but by Christian Bale in Christian the OG. Bale. And honestly, such a slay. I convinced my younger brothers one time to watch it by saying, dude, Batman is in this movie. Christian Bale, <laughs> Batman, he's in this movie. Da-na-na-na. They had no clue what it was. And then they sit down and after a while, they're like, this is a girly movie. Oh, and I literally was like, no, 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 just watch. Batman's in it. And they're like, you mean... Lori, like <laughs> Laurie, like they thought Batman was yeah, coming. They to thought little Batman. Women. No, it's literally the old, old Christian Bale. Although he was just a sweet pie then too. Yeah. Okay, hold on. So this is the part of the podcast where Tessa fell asleep. Please enjoy this next segment of ASMR. She calls him Teddy, but he's also named Laurie. So his official name is Laurie, but he goes by like they nickname him Teddy. Um, so yeah, they basically like, they is, he's the grandson of Mr. Lawrence and they never met him before. And so he's just like the one boy and he's intrigued by like this family of four girls. Yeah. And he's like, what do they do all day long? Like, he's just like really intrigued by them. And so a friendship starts. It's so interesting. I think with their friendship, cause he's like friends with every single one of them, Mm -hmm. like equally, but then he also like, Mm -hmm. I know he loves one in particular, Mm -hmm. but well, which one? Oh. Dun, dun, dun. That's the tea that I'm like very excited to see if, oh, yeah, what you think about. Oh, yeah, true. So, yeah, basically he becomes friends with all of them and the book just like goes on for them to have like all these different adventures and stories. Like, so they just have these like little like just moments of like family life. Yeah. So there's like this whole thing about how Amy's caught like trading limes at school and it was like this whole thing of like, Oh, you're nothing if you don't have limes. Like yeah. you have the tra- it was like literally a popularity thing of like yeah. the little the- trends. Yes. It was trending. Yes, it was trending the limes. Limes were trending. Yes. They also they their family was poor. They mm-hmm. they're a poor family. Their father, Mr. March, March. Mm-hmm. he's off in the war. He's not actually fighting though, no. right? He's what is he's he? He's a doing? chaplain, so he's like a pastor. Yeah, so he's oh. 
Yeah, we love a Christian family. This, this family is Christian, but I think it's so cool, by the way. Um, and, but they're, like, poor, and so a lot of the, a few of the girls were, like, they're dreaming of, mm-hmm. a, of a richer life mm-hmm. and the things that they do and the way that they act. At, are they at balls? Oh, like at dance balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, yes, they go to balls a lot, and that's, like, a, one of the ways that they meet people. So, like, that's one of the way Meg is, like, they're trying to get... Meg like wants to meet people and they like she gets all dressed up fancy one time and like goes out and the thing about Lori is that I just notice that I feel like at some point in one another maybe not that he fancies every single one of them but I feel like they kind of fancy him every single one of them kind of fancy him I think Meg didn't I think she was the only one that was like immune to him but, and Beth Beth was like whatever yeah about that's him. true but it's like He's like so polite in the way, and maybe that's just how it was back then. You, you're a man, you're polite to a woman, but he's just so polite to them that in this day and age, I'd be like, why do you like four women? Mm-hmm. Well, you pick one. Well, I think what's <laughs> the weirdest part about this is so like him and Joe become like best buds mm-hmm. because he's like almost her ticket to this other world. Like she'll go over to his grandpa's house and like he has all these books and she just kind of like yeah. s- like learns more and just gets to like experience this other side of things. But then, yeah, of course the age old question, you can't just be friends with yeah, someone of the opposite sure. gender because you're going to fall for her. And that is the most iconic scene of this whole thing. I literally have iconic scenes. I have the Joe proposals as the first one, mm-hmm. like Joe's proposal. Literally you guys. It, so this is the thing about this book is it's very, because it's older, it's just kind of like, it's like scenes of them growing up and living. It's not, there's not really this dramatic plot, I would say. Like one of the parts that basically when Joe is, Joe is like trying to become a writer. She's writing more and more. Um, basically she, she like is living life like right next to Lori and his grandpa, right? Mm-hmm. And so he gets a tutor, Lori, whose name is Mr. Brooke. Um, and so then Mr. Brooke comes into their life and he's like tutoring Lori, but falling in love with yeah. Meg. Yes. And literally, so they start like, t- he starts tutoring, then they're over more. And then basically Lori gets to the point where he's like ready to go off to college, mm-hmm. like the equivalent of college. And before he does, that's when he proposes marriage to Joe. It is the best scene. She says, I cannot do that. I just feel like you need to have you because you've never seen it, right? No. See, wait. Do you want to show me the actual video of it? Yeah, I think you need that's to see us. Wait, that's sexy. I'm gonna it be honest. Is so good. That's and so really, cute. The way that she, he, like, basically, she says no to him. Obviously, she's like, I can't be a wife. She says, I love you. Like, you are my dearest friend, but I cannot be a wife. Ugh. And I feel like that meant so much back then. Obviously, yeah, it had well, so many connotations. Face towards the end. You well, know what I mean? But you can't like. It's like you can... But she loved him. She did. She did. But it's more of like what being a wife meant back then. It meant you couldn't have both. And she yeah, but she ends up a wife anyways. Well, spoilers. She ends up... <laughs> but that's what he says in the proposal. Like if you keep watching, he literally... She, he goes, you are going to meet a man someday and you are going to love him with all of your heart. Aww. And literally she says, stop it. I won't. I won't. And he goes, I know you. Yeah. You will. And he, then he says, I'll be hanged if I sit around and watch it happen. <gasps> and then he runs off. And Aww, that's when he literally leaves yeah. for Europe. And yeah. she goes to New York. Isn't that 
iconic. I cannot believe she said no. What a love story. Let's Here's the run thing. away together. It's let's be poor. It's so scavenge the land together. Let's let's be in love. Here's the thing. Honestly, it is just it is like makes every modern proposal look like crap. No, it's just such a good proposal. And so basically he proposes and she's like, no, I don't want to be a wife. I yeah. literally want to fulfill my dreams. I want to do all that. And, she and it was after goes his off. graduation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he finishes his tutoring and goes away. She's like, I feel like in the book, she's like, I feel like he's going to propose to me. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I love you. I love you. But it just for me, okay, I really think that Joe, guys, the, honestly, let's believe it. Joe is the main character. She is. And she is just this independent woman and she wants to be a writer and she wants, she doesn't want to be a wife. She wants to do things for herself. She told her mom this and her Mrs. Marsh is like, you know what? Do it until you get tired of it, you know, and do what you got to do. And then she finds herself falling in love with Timothy. And <laughs> I hate that. But little Teddy, she calls him Honestly, Teddy. Honestly, though, Timothy looks great when he's playing this role too. He's like very. Yeah, like, I can't. Esque. Since I've seen, I have seen the video <gasps> of the new one. No. I can't get the it. OG but also, is the perfect but one. Who's the woman that plays Joe? Though she's in so many movies, she's so in the good. Newer one? Yes. Oh, Florence, Florence Pugh. She is such a great actress. Florence Pugh. And I can't get her out of my head because honestly, I think she's a great person to play Joe. No, but if you would watched the other one. But she, even that video, she seemed a little <gasps> too romantic. No, you need to like watch Joe. Seemed, to me, like Florence was just like, I'm not doing it. Well, it's because she was being nice to him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I agree. I mean, if you'd seen the new one, then that was your only visual of them. Then that would make yeah, so much I, sense. Yeah, it's like that's, that's the, the only thing I hate. you can't get out of your head. That's why my mom always made me read books before you see the movie because 100%. like what you think is completely different than what happens. Yes, but yeah. So basically. He goes away to Europe to study abroad, which also was such a cool thing that they yeah. did. I feel like back then it was like very much a, you finish school and you go abroad. Like, Wait, didn't that happen not because like for him to study? I thought that happened because Joe tells Lawrence, his grandpa, mm-hmm. about the fact that like he's in love with her and she's, you know, whatever. And I thought that he did that and he she turned him down. So he goes... I got to take this kid Send away. Send this kid away to yeah. Europe. Yeah. He literally bounces. So then he's like, grandpa wants me to go learn the trade. My granddad. In England. He goes, he goes England and America. When he, <laughs> no, England, England, not oh, New England. You need my. to look at a map before our next recording and you need to know what states quantify New England. You know what? I'm going to do this right now because I need the listeners to also be educated so that no one makes this mistake again. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Guys, New okay. England is a region comprised of six states in the northeastern United States. Okay. It is Connecticut, Maine, hold on, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Why is it considered New England? Because it was literally when they came over on the Mayflower, they called it New England. Well, that's why they were leaving uh, England and Britain. Idiots. <laughs> They saw more land. It's New England. I'm sorry. Honestly, Don't I'm an idiot. That I know. Literally. No, I know. No, I know. I know. So now that we know where it is. <laughs> it's a play on words. Because like- <laughs> honestly, me, if I was coming over on the Mayflower with Christopher Columbus, that's right. I have literally cried. Is that right Christopher now, Columbus? So- yeah. He sailed the ocean blue in 19, 19- no, in 1842. Wow. Gorgeous. You know what? I'm so glad you know that it is now. Those states in the United States. Yes. Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Rhode Island, and Virginia. Vermont. Vermont. (laughs) 
Fine. At least you know now. I'm in Virginia. I'm like, I'm in New England. (laughs) The way that this has come up so many times. And I'm like, New England is states in the United States. And that is different from England. But now we know. You know, we have things to learn. Amen. There's so much I have to learn. I just don't care. You know what I mean? No offense. No offense. Here's the thing. I really love learning. So that would bug the shiz out of me that you don't You're like, you literally were just like, you know, I just really love being smart. So therefore... (laughs) No, I seriously feel like I'm like, I will literally have, I have a notes in my phone. Just Things stuff I learned to today. Learn. No, no stuff to learn. Oh, like, I love I that. I literally have written down. I'm taking up crocheting. Do you crochet? No, you knit. No, I crochet oh, and I'm crochet. learning to knit now. You're learning to knit? Yeah. I heard that's harder. Knitting us. Oh, it is hard. My sister, I was texting her I about made it. a friend and she gave me a crocheting kit. Amazing. I have yet to start. Okay. But I do plan to okay. when I have the time. Do you want me to read to you this l- list of called to learn? Yes. To learn. The First World War. I want to know more about it. I don't know wow. enough about it. I don't know enough. Habsburg Dynasty. Franz Kafka. Duck Dynasty? Nope. <laughs> and this is the difference between you and me right there. I'm not even going to keep reading this list. That is, we're done. That's just... I just am crying that I'm literally like the Habsburg dynasty, Franz Kafka. You're like, Duck dynasty? It's literally so crazy. Love that for you. I know everything I need to know. Sadie Robertson, okay? That's all I needed to know from that. I need to make a learning list. Do it. It's great. Because then you literally can go through the list and be like, things I don't know about that I want to learn. True. I'm trying to learn about um, macros. Oh, yeah. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Macro nutrient cheese. Oh, what the <laughs> heck? <laughs> what are you saying? Do you mean learn about macros, macros as in Ma- macros? Yes, macros. Yes. Like food. Yes. Nutrients. Yes. Okay. More. And that's, protein. That's something you should learn. The word nutrient often follows macro. <laughs> so if, you, if I, like, I thought you were like slowing your macaroni and cheese. <laughs> you are insane. It's like, no, man, I'm trying to stay if away from macaroni say and cheese, actually. To a gym bro. <laughs> Macros. And How many macaroni and cheese have you had today? <laughs> you guys, where did that just take us? I don't know. But away Timothy from Shelley. New England, that's New for England, sure. Yes. Just like Lori, when he left New England yes. to go to actual England and Europe, and he literally left and he went over there, and then he kind of disappears from the book for a little bit, and then Meg marries freaking Mister Brooke. Mister Brooks, which was his tutor. You know what's crazy? Mm. I'm pretty sure they say that. Well, the book number says how old Mr. Brooks is. He's ancient, and they say that he's he's probably around 18 when <gasps> Timothy Chalamet is getting um, stop. And so at the time, Meg is 16, which is 15. Indifferent in the 18 in the movie, she's quite a bit older, and he's older, but they're not like they're in their uh, 20s. It's not wow. like ancient or anything. We yeah. stick to the script, y'all. Yep, stick to the script. So then, basically, that's the end of part one of the book. Part two starts, and that's where basically Mr. March comes home from war, yes. and then Laurie is nearly done with school. Beth is dying. Oh, that is the scene. Do you remember that from Friends, where Rachel and Joey swap books, and the yes. book that Rachel gives Wait, him is- Wait, I just watched that. I didn't yeah. know we were talking about the little women. Remember yes, when she goes, well, that's why Beth women. dies. He goes, <gasps> please tell me Beth don't die. He goes- Beth's really sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, you want to put the book in the freezer? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. In Little Women, mm-hmm. someone's reading a book. Is it called Friends? Wait, in Little Women. Sorry, I took you on a loop there. You, in the, <laughs> you, what? 
in the book, Little Women, the one that we just read. The book that was written in 18... Yes, 1868. I kept hearing in my two-time speed, I kept hearing about somebody reading a book, and I think it was Meg. She kept picking up a book called Friends. No. The show Friends? No, I'm not what saying the? it was about the show Friends. She oh. was reading a book called Friends. Most often in the book, they're reading The Pilgrim's Progress. Yes, I know that. Are there friends in the Pilgrim's Progress? I'm sure. Because they kept saying like friends. I was like, I, in my head, I was like, that's so funny because in friends, they're- That is so like, funny. I did not pick that up at all. <sighs> you know what? You really threw me for a loop. I could have made that up. <laughs> you and your two times speed, they'd probably be like France. And you're like, never again. <laughs> Honestly, could be France because they were speaking <laughs> French in this book. Wow. Yep. They, they were. You are really cracking I'm me up right now. I'm you so are sorry. All over the place. I literally <laughs> Guys, cannot. Guys, are you understanding anything that we're talking about today? You cannot. I cannot keep. So basically, Meg moves in with Mr. Brooks. Okay, yes. she gets married, and then basically, Joe has been trying to be a writer. She goes to New York. She wants. But the reason she goes to New York is because her uh, aunt was always going to do this big Europe trip, and she swore she would take Joe with her. So Joe, this whole time, had been like. Reading to her, taking care of her, going over there and all under the, like into her aunt was annoying as heck. And so she would go over there, but she did it because she was like, I'm going to get to go to Europe one day with her and I'm going to get to travel. Well, beautiful lady like Amy, who is Kirsten Dunst in the movie. This Amy girl, I don't think nobody likes her. And I read that she is the most disliked character in this book. She is because she's kind of just like, I mean, you kind of have to have a character that you don't love. Like you have to write a character that. Wait, also guys. Before we get to what Amy just stole from Joe, oh. let's also talk about what Amy did to Joe in the very beginning. <gasps> Do it. Take she it. took Joe's book that she's been writing yeah. for like seven years mm-hmm. and threw it in the pits of hell. <gasps> okay. Let Sorry. me explain what threw that was. <laughs> what actually happened <laughs> is literally, you know, like you, okay, I have a big family, so I fully relate to this where basically there's like older siblings and younger siblings. And sometimes I was the younger sibling where my older three brothers would do things. I wouldn't get invited to it. Sometimes I was the older sibling. My younger siblings wouldn't get invited to it. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depended on what the thing was. But basically Meg and Joe get to go to this ball and Amy's like desperate to go with them. She really wants to go with them. They're like, no, you're little, you're staying home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you'll be sorry about this Joe March, like screams at her. Earth, it was a play. I think it was a play or something. Yeah, it was like a play that Lori was taking. It to. was a play, yeah. And she was literally like, she's like, it's just Lori. And she's like, no, you can't come. Joe said that. And then, yeah, when she leaves the house. Throws that baby into the fire. Amy takes her manuscript and burns it. Oh, my. Also, what an evil thing to do. Like, even Pretty as a crazy. sibling, I feel like, take a step back and think I'm for trying, a second. Well, I'm you can give think, revenge, sure. Don't burn her book. I'm trying to think of, like, crazy things I mean, my siblings have done. And I'm like, I don't I have know taken any- my brother's toothbrush and I have put it down the drain, like, scraped it around, rinsed it off, and then put it back into the thing for him to brush his teeth I, with. That is criminal. Jail. Jail time for Honestly, you. That is insane. Scarlet fever. <gasps> What Beth is dying from? Is that what you're trying yes. to say? <laughs> that is insane of you. Very But insane. yeah, so basically, Amy is just like that girl that kind of, she's young as Sibley. No one really likes her. But as she gets older, she gets beautiful and very refined. And she's kind of like the girl that is like not very interesting, but she's like classic, like colonial woman of what they found important at the time and the value. So like she could paint and she was just very good at conversating with people and she was just like very ladylike. Yeah. 
So her aunt decides that she wants to take Amy instead to Europe to be her companion. I just literally, when this happened, I was like, freak their aunt. Yeah. Their aunt was holding things over their heads, being like, do this for me, and then maybe I'll give you my jewelry. Yep. Maybe yep. I'll take you to Europe. I'm just like, what the heck is your problem? Honestly, if I had that kind of power, though, Seriously. I would be puppeteering <laughs> everyone in my life. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you get a ring. You, you get, get a ring. <laughs> mm, sorry, you're not coming with us. Keep your enemies closer, they say. Yes. But something that is very different in the book than in the movie is in the book, Joe starts to think that Beth loves Laurie. Yes. And so what's funny is in the book, in order to like get away from Laurie after he proposed to her, Joe goes to Europe. So that she can give Beth a chance to yes. like love Lori, which is completely different in the movie. In the movie, Beth does not like him at all. Yeah, at all. And That's then she crazy. goes to Europe because, she, or she goes to New York because she wants to be writer. In the new movie, have you seen the new one? I don't. I think I've, I've seen s- the proposal scene, but I think that's it. That's what I'm thinking too. But I remember Florence, the girl that plays Joe. I remember her yelling at Timothy, like, I'm not going to be your second choice. I'm not going to be your second pick. And I'm like, what's going on over there? (gasps) Because that's not what's happening in this book. No. And in this book, actually, Joe is the first pick. And surprise, freaking surprise, Amy. Surprise, surprise. Ends up being the final pick. Which do you think, that's the tea that I want to talk about. So basically what He did not, however. He said, this is all, this is the last chance (laughs) to marry the girl next door. Four chances. He said, which one of the girls? He said, Beth died. The tutor took the first one. The tutor took the first one. Joe said, no. Who do I got left? Amy. So basically, when (laughs) he is in Europe, they reconnect. So Amy and Laurie find each other in Europe because she's over there with the aunt and he's doing work with his grandpa's like business or whatever. And so they meet up, start talking and become friends just like, which is very different because she's a young sibling and he's like an older, he's like. Joe's age. So yeah. they're just like, it's like little sibling vibe, but then she grew up, obviously. So they're over there in Europe. And in the movie, I don't know if this is in the book, actually. Fred Vaughn. Did they talk about Fred Vaughn in the book? I can't remember. Because yes. basically, yeah. So Fred Vaughn was like this guy that was pursuing Amy yeah. in Europe and he was like classy and everything. And she told Lori about it. She's like, well, I'm going to marry Fred yeah. Vaughn. And he literally was like, no, frick that. I'm going to come in and sabotage you. And so, basically, she says no to Fred Vaughn because Lori, he has this one-liner. It is pretty iconic. So, basically, when Amy was little and she was, like, a little kid. Like, you know when you had a crush on, like, an older person? Tell me why that happened to me with my cousin. <gasps> Somebody help me. I just remember, but he was, like, he was like 40. Is, he was, yes. like, 40, and oh. I was, like, 5. Okay. But, like, he was, like, the fun cousin, like, kind of I thing. That. Like, sure. distant. And so, like, I think it's, like, when the little kids crush on them. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I love him. But they don't know what that means. I like, always remember, like, yeah, there's totally, like, little kids that I'm just crush on, like, in my family ever listens to Hilarious. <gasps> but, Anyways. yeah, basically, <laughs> she, Amy, like, had a crush on Lori in that yeah. way, where mm-hmm. she was just, like, he was the older, like, brother vibe in their yeah. life. But she was, like, the older, he was the older guy in their life. And so when she was little, she, like, had this whole dramatic moment where she was like, I'm never going to get kissed. A boy is never going to kiss me. And he, like, looks at her and he's like, before you die, I promise I'll give you a kiss. Like, very sweet, like, yes. older. So then, fast he forward to when they're in, fast forward to when they're <laughs> in Europe. And literally, he says his line to, like, show her that he likes her. He's literally like, do you remember how I told you that I would kiss you before you died? And he leans in and kisses her. And that is how he comes out as literally loving every single one of these girls, which that is the tea. It's like in the 
movie, it like makes sense because he basically like gets, he like is heartbroken over Joe. So he goes away to Europe and then he kind of like matures and realizes like, okay, I would not have been a good match with Joe. Like, but he, but he's like, I knew I was always meant to be a part of his family, which that is what's sweet and also freaking weird. Like if there was a boy that like was broken hearted over my sister and then literally was like, I knew I was meant to be part of this family. Ergo you. I think in, I would literally be like, um. I think like the movie's kind of, I can like kind of see you know it like I mean? from a movie perspective of like why he would think that was like, maybe it's like he comes in, he's like, I just really feel like this is supposed to be my forever family. And like, then he starts trying to figure out why. Right. He's like, well, which one of you is that? Right. And then he, you know. Right. When in reality, like, we'll just freaking wait and find out. You know, the big question is, did he ever really love Amy? Here's the thing. I think they, like, I think when he literally saw her in Europe, he saw her in a whole new way. Yes. Like, he was like, wait, she's here traveling on her own, even though she's with her aunt. But he was, like, kind of like, oh, wow, she's grown up. She's, like, doing her own thing now. I think he literally was, like, intrigued by her. But do you think if Joe would have been on that trip, that those who would have oh, met I up? I think that's a great ex- thought She would have seen him matured. And <gasps> maybe that, that maturity was enough to— My favorite part in that movie that you just showed me where she's like, wait, you can't— He's like, we you can't keep our temper. He's like, well, I can. Unless, unless I'm broke. I know. <laughs> Tommy, that's, that's, like, that's literally like classic people like saying like, oh, I'm not going to fight unless you'll fight me and then I'll fight you back. Yeah, it's like, wait, that's not. That's so you're exactly, Yes, you're fighting. <laughs> so yeah, basically they fall in love and Joe, when she is in New York, she meets this professor bear. His name is Friedrich Bear. And basically exactly what Laurie says happens. Is I like, hate that. Why? I could have. Because I read. Oh. I read. <laughs> She's like, Miss Louisa. She only made Joe find a lover because she was told that nobody would buy the book <gasps> unless she makes sure Joe is married to someone. Because she didn't want Joe to be married to someone because that's not how she was. And she was trying right. to make it after her. She wanted Joe to end the book with she's still an independent woman and she didn't need no man. But then the producers told her, publishers, they told her, like, no one's going to buy your book if Joe doesn't end up, they're not going to like it. I didn't know that. But for me, I'm like, I well, wish she would have stuck to her guns. That is so true. Because it's like, there are certain books. Like, I was reading a book for my um, English class, and it literally was all about how when the time it was released, it was during the Harlem Renaissance, and it basically was like a time where like African-American literature and art and culture was like being revived. And so this book that had been written, it was called uh, Their Eyes Are Watching God, it's like a classic now, like in every English like um, student would have to read this book. But at the time of it was released, no one was reading it because it was written by a woman and it was written by an African-American woman. And that was at the time where literally only major American novels were written by white men, basically. And so then the Harlem Renaissance happened and this book was revitalized. And then it was everyone realized how amazing it was and like the depth that it had, what it said about society like it was so such an important book and now it's literally in like the american like it's called the literary canon where it's like you have to read it but it's like that sounds like this freaking book where it's like she instead of her just like writing it and then just leaving it she's like well if i want this book to pop off i'm gonna write the way they want Which, honestly like do you think that more people liked it since Joe ended up getting married or no? Well, so what's funny is in the movie, and again, maybe this is like times change from, obviously she published it 1868, 68, and then the 
movie came out in 1994. So, so much time passed. And in the movie, the ending is like they end in love. They don't end married. Mm -hmm. Like she gets basically both. Like she's becoming a published author and he's like critiquing her work. And then um, he like shows up at her house. It was, it. that's also an iconic scene. The boom box. (laughs) 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 No boom box. That's hilarious. But yeah, I'm very curious about that because it's like in the movie they end in love but not like getting married. But you're right. It still ends with her like having a love interest. Interesting. Oh, that's Little Women. That's Little Women, you guys. It's so good. I mean, also, yeah. So I have iconic scenes where Joe's proposal. We talked about that. Beth, Seth, and Teddy and Amy's kiss, which we talked about, which Teddy is Lori, by the way. She nicknamed that. But that kiss was also like, those are just like, when you watch it for the first time, when you read it for the first time, you're just like, what the frick? I, yeah. I think it's a great book. It is a great book. I think I was, my takeaway is you do need men, but you don't have to want them. Oh, do you need men? I need a man. <gasps> you don't think you can do life without a man? Uh, I could do l- no, because Jesus Christ, Lord Savior was a man. Okay. okay, I need a man. No, I think you could do life without a man if you if you don't have the the hopes and dreams of being a mother, the hopes of sure. you know, being a wife, you know. But for me, those are my hopes and dreams. So it's like I'm gonna need a man for that. Agree. I think yeah, it just depends on. I mean, what I guess you today feel like. you can do anything on your own. You can do anything on your but own. But also, honey. why would you want to? That's true. If you could go through life with someone supporting you and loving you and being your biggest cheerleader for you, why would you say no thanks? I think it really is like how you view marriage and define like what it means to have for a partner. Because sure. I feel like for some people... Some people date without getting married though. Right. And That's some people so don't think about like marriage being though like this mutual like hyping each other up, encouraging each other, yeah, having that sure. support system. Some people it's like... Very, why would I like, have someone tie me down? Right. Would, yeah. yeah. The old ball and train. Or if I was a woman that stayed single forever, um, I'd be in the trenches. <laughs> like if I, really, <laughs> like the decisions I make for myself, people are not. <laughs> I'm just the one that's like, um, I think you shouldn't do that. <laughs> See, I feel like Joel is like such a good combo for me because I feel like I can equally be like very spontaneous and fun, and mm-hmm. also way too like, I don't know logical yeah and so true. i need to be like loose like i yeah. need to whatever he's like loose and i'll yes, say it yes. have a nope whiskey sour no. baby <laughs> no or honestly, two. <laughs> honestly i feel like these are three quotes that i wrote down that i love from this book it said if he's old enough to ask the question he's old enough to receive ch- a true answer <gasps> okay per deep you wrote that deep. no that's a quote from this book that i loved <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, by the way, she wants to be a writer, like, so like, yeah. come on. Yeah, the one I thought was really funny is she said, I'd take coffee rather than compliments just now. Yeah. Oh. So literally, he's like trying to- That was so Kourtney Kardashian, Yeah, by the so way. good. And the last <laughs> one was, love casts out fear and gratitude can conquer pride. Which is, I just- Amen. I feel like this writing style is just like very, it's obviously like more old English. It's like very, it's similar to like Pride and Prejudice style writing, but it's very much like a lot more digestible. Like yeah. I feel like sometimes reading these older books can be intimidating because- it's like truly they're using different vocabulary than we do today. So it, it can be harder to read it because it's like true. trickier to understand. But I feel like this one was a lot more accessible and just so good. Like the characters are really good. I love the development. I love. It's just, it's very much like 
a very wholesome storyline, but it still has, yeah, like Marmy, which is the mom being like kind of like a solo mom for yeah. most of the movie and most of the book. And you have like these women. I just love that it is focused on like a group of female characters and like all the different life paths they take and different things that happen. It's very good. Yeah. I would love, hear me out. <gasps> I would love to read a book of four men and like, but their perspective <gasps> of falling in love with the women next door. Dude. That would be incredible. That would be really good because it's, I feel like it'd just be so romantic of like, oh, he's thinking that about her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mr. Darcy, what were you really thinking? <gasps> you know what I mean? Just like that perspective of it. I feel like I we don't get as much. I wonder if someone's done that. I wonder Maybe. if someone, but I, I don't know of any books that are like that. Check out Sadie Jackson's newest book. <laughs> but, but guys, wait a second. Sadie, you want to be a writer. Correct? No, you want to be, be a publisher. I want to work in publishing. Yeah. Choose, choose the publisher. I mean, maybe write something one day, but I don't have any like pressing thoughts that I feel like need to be shared. You I just want to control the thoughts that are already being shared. Okay. <laughs> you cannot put that out. You cannot put that in the world. Absolutely. Oh my not. gosh, that's so exciting. So if you guys have any books, please send them You're to done. our PO box. You are done. But guys, that Could was Little imagine? Women. I that was the book Little Women. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a picture of it. I feel like we were so unhinged again. I'm so sorry. They love it. I've heard that you guys love the unhingedness. I just want you to feel like you actually got to understand what the book is about. But there's that's why there's we're both here. Well, if you didn't, you've had a lot of years to read it. So okay. I, feel, <laughs> I feel like this is one of those. And if you're okay. intrigued by it, I think you should watch it this Christmas season. It yes, is really good. The I, new version. Oh, I was gonna say I think the only one's on Netflix, but you can oh, watch Timmy too. You can watch Timmy in support of Willy Wonka. Go yes, watch yeah. Little Women. <laughs> He's literally like, that's exactly the opposite of what you True. want to do. That's so crazy. But yeah, we hope you guys like this and we will see you Oh, next week. It'll be right after. Oh, no, we're going to we'll take a break. Next year. We'll take a break next week and we'll see you for the new year. Oh, my gosh. We love you guys. guys. Happy Merry new Christmas. Year. Happy New oh, Year. Oh, man. Wow. What a. Wow. 2024 came and went. It's almost a year of us doing this, guys. And you know what? We appreciate 2023 you. came and went. Can we, 2024 is happening 2024 next year. 2024 is coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh, wait. No, we won't. <laughs> guys, we'll see you guys next year. Next year. Bye.